What's up, WizKids? Another summer edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jacob Frame, Jeremy Hyman, and Chris Gehring. And we're talking Washington Wizards and NBA. Uh, right off the bat, you know we're going to talk Wall. We're going to talk some of the other free agent signings and trades. And Jacob and Jeremy, it's been a while, so we can catch up with those two guys on. Do you think they listen to our Auto Porter podcast, Chris? I think we I did a so. wonderful job. Of course we did. Guys. Or at least yeah. I did. Great yeah. content while the yeah. uh, That's right. senior management was out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> we had Jeremy, a lot. Jeremy and I jet-setting to conferences this summer. And <laughs> yeah. Chris and Zach stepped in. and uh, Let me just tell you, I do not like commercial flying. <laughs> I'd like to open the show with a little segment on commercial okay. because it is this not. Is what, it is, this not is what grinds Jeremy's gears. <laughs> Considering seventy, what seventy, sixty percent of our plane travel is on a private airplane, yeah. and we, we, we whisk well, back and forth. You, you mean like in life? How many? Like seventy? No, I say seventy percent. Like during the season. Why not a hundred? We don't. We are, we're well, because because a couple times we take some private trips. Yeah, uh, like if you go yeah, like, like by for yourself. Christmas yeah. or something oh, okay, like that. Okay, sorry, I'm thinking yeah. like no. So when we travel with the team, we're on the team charter. Yes. Yeah, so it makes it very difficult to then fly commercial. So when you fly, to, and I don't, listen, I'm not going to sit up here on my high horse. So <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm a man of the people. I am a man of the people. This is probably the best open we've ever had to yeah, an episode. I, you know, this I'm a man of the want. people, so I can, I can, you know, I can stay in. Uh, in the two and three star hotels, I've lived in hostels. <laughs> yes. Like I've I've lived in tents. When you traveled, I don't, I don't need my chocolate on the pillow and my shower heads. You know, nice shower heads and marble bathrooms. But but commercial flying is is not fun. No. I mean the delays, the security lines. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I mean, this this is. I mean, I've taken I think eighteen commercial flights in the last eight weeks. And I've been all <laughs> over the place. And I don't care. There's some airlines you heard better that right. than others. Some airports are better than others. But I'm telling you, you got to fly charter. We had a loose <laughs> <laughs> We had true. a loose rundown for today. And Jeremy, and Jeremy blew it just, up. Just right? <laughs> I just had to get that well, out there. It's just the last Etihad Airways is great, by the way. I enjoyed my flight to Abu Dhabi and back. The uh, last it, they took. Very good care of us. Seconded. The last note on that, I was listening one of the playoff broadcasts, Jeff Van Gundy was asked, like, what do you miss about coaching in the NBA the most? And he was like, There's three C's or something. It's like something camaraderie and charters. <laughs> and those were like the three things that he missed most. Two had to do with like coaching a basketball team, and the last one was charter flights. Was charter flights. Oh, and it's great. so true. Like when you go the stark contrast of like the last charter flight we took home from Boston. And then I went home shortly after that on a yeah. commercial flight, and just like the stark contrast, you can't help but think. I've got about a it. I've got a sixteen hour flight coming up. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> buckle so anyway, up. buckle up. It's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah, but that's why you know once I once I retire and you know go live live uh, on a golf course somewhere, I'm just I'm gonna miss the charter life. Yeah. Yep. At that point, once you've retired on the golf course, you should be able to. Right. Keep living the charter maybe, life, right? Maybe just buy your own jet at that fly point. Private? No, well, maybe we yeah. can segue into that. And That's what I was going to say. Maybe we should, uh, we should talk to some of our uh, most recently paid players and yes. see if they could help yes. us out. Segway yes. right into of the summer, jets. summer summer content. Summer, yes. Uh, some summer topics. We've had a couple of big signings since I've been gone. We Re have re-signings. the the re-signings, re and the biggest one, of course, is John Wall signing his new extension. We are all happy. Cannot, cannot overstate what that means to the organization. It was, especially like 
so close to auto signing and then you get this great news about wall yep. jacob just how happy were you i mean we knew it was gonna happen. I mean, look look at the video john wall put out i like, was gonna say we when i leaving. you know i mean i i i mean we had it i had it broken to me by the uninterrupted video like yeah. everybody else did i did not have any forewarning on that like we do with some of the stuff here but when i saw that videos uh i'd say number one was was relief mm-hmm. um because i'm not gonna lie i mean when you saw when you saw like when you were this summer when i was reading when i was reading utah jazz twitter like when i was you know reading their mentions and like some of their bigger some of their like vocal fans and stuff like that their hearts were legit broken by gordon yeah. hayward and i mean i i like you know there's there was a part of me that like imagined this future where where wall leaves us and mm-hmm. you know feeling the way they feel if i mean probably more so because wall is a much better player than gordon hayward is i don't think that's a hot take yeah um <laughs> uh and to have to have this security and know that he's going to be here um for the foreseeable future is is really awesome and it really confirms the direction the organization's going in yeah the vision is very clear i think that i think we all know the east is completely wide open right now and mm-hmm. so i think this i let's let's start the season i i i know i'm like i wish it was october already just to see how well this team is going to i'm not play trying to wish my wedding away but i am ready for basketball okay. <laughs> season yeah this is the, usually the time of year where you're starting to itch for it again yeah, you, know, you, you kind of August is really like kind of the, the slow dead month of the NBA. If there is one, um, you know, free agency has kind of gotten gotten quiet now. And you're still a little bit away from guys coming in to start getting ready for camp. Um, so this August is really kind of this month is kind of the the time you you rest up and you, you know, get away. There's not too much NBA stuff going on. Schedule release will come out in a couple of weeks. We'll definitely um, yeah. So that's kind of the that. big event of August, yeah. but it's definitely the quietest of the 12 months. Uh, but but the wrap up July the way, you know, everything Jacob said is pretty much right on. And you, ju- you just don't see it at that much anymore in sports. It's like, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, guys played with the same organizations and they, you know, the fans loved them and they spent their whole careers with one team and that just doesn't happen that much anymore. Yeah. And I don't know how, you know, this is not John's entire career, but you just locked him up for his, mm-hmm. his prime. His career, his prime. I mean, yeah. his, he's yep. entering yeah. his prime right now. Like this is when players, you, most players, their peak years are 27, 28, 29, 30. That's when guys, you know, they have experience. They're still young. <clears throat> this is really when he's entering his prime and now you just locked him up. What, is he, he's here for another six years now. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a four years on top of the two he's already, you know, signed on to be here. And it's to see it, the commitment from the team is one thing, which is great. Yes, the team has committed to Wall, Beal, and Otto, yeah. the three guys they drafted, and, and yep. four of the the core yeah. of the squad. Yeah, and that's that. So that's one part of it that I like that I love, and I think the fans really have to, you know, just latch onto that they drafted three lottery picks that they hit you know that they hit on top top three you know all guys going in the top three Mm -hmm. they developed them here that you know we we met them on draft night we did summer league with them we did their rookie seasons you got to watch them grow develop together and now here they all are three max players i mean you can argue whatever you want who deserves what whatever i mean these guys 
they got max contracts because that's what their value is right now. It's not like no one else was going to give them max contracts. So right. That, right. So well, they're max we player. We know that's true with Otto. Exactly. Yeah. And we Otto's certainly know that would be true with John. <laughs> with John. John and Brad are obvious now, and Otto, if people didn't believe it, it happens. So it's he's a max player. So say what you want about it, but he's a max guy. And he's here, and now these are going to be your, your big three guys that the team's committed to. They're committed to D.C. I mean, they the three of them, you know, they love the city. They love playing together. They love – they love, you know, being the core guys. And I, I don't know, like as a fan, that's like as much as you could ask for. because And you also now know, you know. Well, not, if you read our mentions, I think they could ask for a lot more. Well, of course. <laughs> I, I should say that. Yeah, everyone's still, you're going to find something to complain about. But we now know, I mean, nothing in sports is guaranteed. So yeah. I don't, you know, you can look ahead as much as you want. But, if, you know, bearing injuries it's a very safe bet to think. And the NBA is the most predictable sports of any of the major sports to make these kind of right, proclamations. Right. But the next, what, five to seven years in w- of the Wizards, I mean, they're going to be a very good see team. see these three guys leading the way. The, yes. that's and, be, and because of that, we pretty much can – you know that the Wizards are going to be a competitive team that's probably going to be somewhere in the top four in the East for the next five to seven years. Yeah. And I don't think it's that – I mean, I would be very surprised if this team was not, you know, one of the top competitive teams in the Eastern Conference for the next five to seven years. It's just that's I think that's pretty factual. And by the way, for anybody talking about the consistency of the Wizards and playoffs, and I know championship is ultimate goal, but uh, the Wizards joined Cleveland as the only the other t- other t- only other team in the East to advance to the semifinals in three of the last four seasons are the Washington Wizards. Go, yeah. Chris. I mean, I think we. We take for granted. I was just going to say from the from the wall conversation. We take for granted how good he is every single night. I mean, we get used to watching John Wall play, I, and you look around the league. There are so many teams that just do not get to see that kind of that kind of player every single night. And like we mentioned, he's 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 entering his prime now. We saw him hit a huge shot in the playoffs this year. I would venture to guess that that's that's the first of many big mm-hmm. moments that we'll see from him in the playoffs. And the other thing that you see when you look around the league is you're not going to see three guys that were drafted by their teams in, yeah. a, in a high, like yep. high lottery picks, high pressure picks. And all three of them have delivered on, go on, across on some the level. NBA. The Golden only State? other team, the only other team I think that has like, that has the three guys they drafted State. and developed yeah. is like Golden that. State. Golden State. And I, I think San Antonio. Uh, San oh, San Antonio. I mean, not, not to the same degree. I mean, they, they, um, you know yeah, they still have much anymore. they still have Gasol and Aldridge mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. um, but they do have obviously Leonard and Patty mm-hmm. Mills. Yeah, and, and they did it that way for the years. I mean, the, you know, with Duncan and even as more recently with Kawhi. But you know, Tony Parker and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Ginobili. I mean, those are you know guys that they, that you know yeah. that and you know still that's what I mean. You don't see it that often. That's why those you could are have the, you could have said it with Utah, but then mm-hmm. yeah. you went left. Yeah. And we and we talk about how. When when the Wizards hired Coach Brooks before last season, they talked about how well he had helped develop James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. And really, you know, John is not so much in that that camp anymore. He's absolutely a veteran. He's a four-time All-Star. He's the leader of this team. But Bradley Beal and, and Otto Porter, they're still very much in years that they can still be developed and they can still get a lot better and they can still make yep. this team. And I'll, I'll yeah. say Take it. this team I, to another level by I themselves. Still, I still think that there are more levels to John's game. Yeah, 
I, I mean, think so he, too. like his he, year last year was yeah. his year last year was unbelievably good, and I think that he can still be better. Yeah, yeah, I and don't think. Yeah, I think he's going to yeah. continue to become a better shooter. Yep. and and when he be when he as as he becomes a better shooter, it really continues to just open up the rest of his game more and more and more. And I mean, mm-hmm. the things the things we see him do on the court. I mean, you you're we're gonna we're gonna look back when we're like, oh, when we're gone from here and telling stories about our time with the Wizards. And people are people are gonna be like, you got to watch John Wall play every night. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Like. When we're at his Hall of Fame induction ceremony, yeah. like things like that, like we, I think, I think That's we a do big statement. Take, he's going. To, he's a Hoff. He's guy, a Hoff. Jacob, average is like hot take. I think, I think he's on that that trajectory. Okay, yeah, I, that's, you're, that's, that's yeah. many years down the road. Correct. Hopefully, Jacob's uh, is, still not sitting in this office <laughs> at that at that time. Oh, look, I, yes, calling him. I, I mean, I, th- I think his career trajectory is that of a future yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't think that that's like so ridiculous. No, no, I don't. State. Of course, he's uh, on that trajectory. I mean, he's four time. I mean, he's made the four straight All Star games, and he looks like he's going to make. What, they're going to retire. Gonna make the next more. six. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're going to retire his jersey. He's one here. of the best players in the league, and he's going to be for the next what seven to ten years. Of course, he's on that trajectory. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's he's an awesome awesome player. And, and we've talked about how like the the national conversation around the Wizards isn't always as strong, obviously, as some of our Eastern Conference counterparts. Certainly, the Western Conference. But during this playoffs, and we've said it before on this podcast, people single out John Wall. When he does, you know, when we say, you know, when John Wall's doing John Wall things, that's people realize that now. And they watch him because they know that he delivers moments that only he can deliver. Yeah. His speed, his athleticism, his the fire that he plays with, um, all those things are unique to him. And not saying that, you know, other players don't have athleticism and don't play with the chip on their shoulder and, yeah. and have a fiery personality, but He's a he's 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 in a class. Of, he attracts a, that kind of attention yes. when he's on national TV. The camera's drawn to him. We just tweeted out last this this past weekend some of his top plays. That dunk against New York comes to mind. He's you know in Madison Square Garden with the game on the line. He gets to steal. He gets the dunk. And then mm-hmm. there's an iconic photograph of him screaming. Yeah, that's I, the kind of player that John you know, Wall is. You know and, who he you know who, who he put the move on right? Yeah. Brandon Jennings was Brandon Jennings, Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> friend of, friend of the pod, friend right. of the pod, but on his way to China. Yes, but that's Congratulations, the kind of thing. Like Twitter Jimmy lights up Marbury and make a name for himself over yeah. there. But like Twitter lights up when John Wall's playing a national television game. I mean, you look People back. I mean, you look you look back on the. Uh, I mean, obviously the the big moment in Game Six, but you look back on uh, on Game Two. We which we which we didn't win unfortunately, and that was a tough game to lose. But the duel he had with Isaiah is as as good, um, like mm-hmm. as good as you'll as you'll see two point guards play, mm-hmm. and the entire national media was on these two guys. The two the two lines they put up were incredible, and you know John John can produce those moments, and w- yeah, I would have liked to have won the game, but getting mm-hmm. watching him do that. Was was really special, and in the regular season too against the Warriors. Last season against the Warriors, when he scored, what was it, forty-one and ten? Points. I think he had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was hard because when Steph went for fifty when, something, when <laughs> Steph went for fifty something. But a lot of people were saying, like, but hey, also like, did you see John Wall tonight? He was yeah. a man possessed, and so that's the kind of player that we have here, and that's something that you know is not, um, it's right. not common, and so. But you think. Do you I mean you mentioned taking it to the next level and really becoming on the 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 one? I mean, I guess LeBron is probably on his own line, but you think about that 
top top line of players that the few guys that are in the MVP conversation for, and for him to get yeah. onto that level I don't even know if it's as much what he has to do more individually but I think um, this team you know they have to take the next step with him yeah. as their leader yep. um, I think just for him to get that recognition and you talk about the popularity he has now which is it's grown so much since you know since his first couple of years here and he's taken so many steps but to get onto that that top line and mm-hmm. to be what he wants to be and what he says he wants to be that you know to be the best point guard in the in the league he not only has to do it you know with his numbers but the team has to make you know get to the conference finals and then eventually you know be in the finals and be competing yeah. for a title which is now that's now the goal and that's sort of what we're going to pivot to here with this conversation of this core these are your guys and mm-hmm. they've made the, it to the second round now three out of four years yeah i mean they, yeah. and they've done and they've been young and they're it's not like they've peaked because these guys are beale and otto are 24 and john's about to turn 27 next month yeah, yeah. um so they're just sort of i mean beale and otto might be a few years from their prime but this is they're they're getting close to it and john's entering it now so this yeah. is now they then they need to take that next step because there's no one it's not like they're not going to go out and get another superstar to come in here because with the the way this you know the salary cap is structured it's just it's probably not going to be that way yeah like these are going to be your your three big guys for the next five years mm-hmm. and i mean it's it's hard to predict like we said but you don't know but you, there's not you know there's i don't there's not going to be a I mean, I don't know. How, yeah. The way the super teams work now, who knows how this? I, I shouldn't say it can't happen, but, um, but you know, they're 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 pretty tied with this with the salary cap. Free agency, it's not going to really work that way. Uh, if there's a trade or something that they could work out, sure, but um, but these are going to be your guys, and they're going to have to take their games to the next level to be a championship team because they're like I said, they're going to be one of the best teams in the East for five to seven years, but. Are they going to be a championship level team, which is another conversation. And mm-hmm. it's also different now than it was even five or ten years ago, the way these teams are forming. To be a championship team now is like I feel like it's harder than ever because you got to compete with these, you know, these MVPs kind of combining. Like Golden State stepped up the level. Like now you have to have four all stars. Yeah. You have they, to have four all stars. Right. Which is hard. I mean, it's I, I don't know how that's changed, like the way front offices are thinking about developing teams now because it's not like you didn't used to have to like build an awesome a great yeah. team to win a title but i just feel like now the comp like the haves like the top level is so good it's probably mm-hmm. as good as it's ever been like I, I i mean i don't know has there ever been a team you know when the jordan bulls maybe um were those teams as good? Who knows? I mean, that's you not a debate no. we need to get into. Right, it's here. not a debate we need <laughs> but, to get but into. My but my point is, the other teams kind of trying to compete. The Bulls with them, were above. And no one, the yeah, other and teams no one really did compete mind. with the yeah. Bulls. Like they won. Well, I mean, how many of those titles six out in the of 90s? eight years they won the title? Yeah, so it was hard. Like look, and at, that's because Jordan retired. Look I think at they those Knicks teams and the who, who, the Heat or who, the great teams, other great teams in the nineties that never. Patrick Ewing, Knicks, they could never beat the Bulls. They could never get by Indiana Pacers. Well, the Rockets, yeah, the Rockets did win two in a row. They won I think the two when, when Jordan, Jordan retired. retired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but you know, 
Unless LeBron goes and plays baseball for a couple of years. I'd like to see it. <laughs> I don't, that would be oh, football, a tight end. Football. Cleveland I don't, Browns like, tight end. He's still the king All right, in the Chris, East. calm down over there. <laughs> yeah. get me, don't give me any yeah, ideas. I guess we shouldn't, we shouldn't start up the Cleveland. I mean, actually, to be honest, I don't know what's going on right now with Cleveland, so who knows what they're even going to look like. Well, that's what Jared. I was going to talk about, right? The landscape of the yeah. East. We thought the dust had kind of settled with free agency, and yep. then Kyrie yeah. Irving requests a trade. It's like, uh, whoa. Yeah, that, I don't. And That's Carmelo's def- still out there too. I don't. Well, Carmelo is is signed. He's. I mean, he still might get traded. Yeah. Who knows with him? I don't know what's going on in Cleveland. I. I don't want to speculate on what's happening. But, but, but to your point that the East, the East could be shaken up a little bit. And as LeBron is still the king of the East. I mean, there's no arguing that. I mean, the guy literally goes to the finals every single year. If we're Game so. of Thrones, who are the Wizards? <laughs> Uh, just, just, go, just, go, just Google that on the internet. I think that there are fourteen thousand <laughs> Game of Thrones compared to the NBA blogs and written. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so, so who we don't? I mean, if that if that Cleveland team gets shaken up, who knows what that's going to look like? Are the, I mean, I like I said, I'm still no one's going to pick against LeBron until someone dethrones him and takes him off. You know, going to the finals. Do we? Do we need with to start John doing Snow of the league? No, but well, I we, think with John Snow. We, I mean, I guess we were kind of killed in the <laughs> 2000s at some point. Yeah. But, do we need to start doing like Thrones but, uh, on this podcast? <laughs> I, don't know. I think I'd say. I mean, I think the Celtics and the Wizards are the next two teams. Yeah. I mean, you could put yeah. the Raptors in the conversation too, but I think I think Washington and Boston now. I mean, Boston got better. I think with yeah. Hayward. You know, yeah. They lost Avery Bradley, but I think Hayward makes them better, and that rookie Tatum might Jason be an Tatum. immediate impact guy, mm-hmm. yeah. even though he's so young. And you know, Jalen Brown's going to develop. Um, that's Boston's going to be good, and we know that. Um, and the Wizards are going to be good. I don't like. It's just we know those are going to be the teams in the top of the East next year, bearing injuries. Yeah. Um, and that's. I think that's going to be exciting. And I don't think. We'll see what happens with Cleveland, but it, I think it's more fun. Like I said, you know how much I hated last year that we all knew what the finals were going to be. Yeah, you know I'd like there to be a couple teams in the mix, and I, I think the Wizards could be right there on that next level of teams trying to get in that mix of being one of the teams to compete for a finals appearance. Yeah, totally agree, Chris. I know we talked about Boston in the last podcast. Um, and I, I feel like that'd be an awesome rivalry. I know we joke with Scott Brooks about, you know, will it be a little softer now that they also have Marcus Morris. Yeah. But, you <laughs> know, both of those Tatum teams with and Beal. Tatum with Beal. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that would be a pretty good rivalry. Yeah, I know, right? It's bizarre. I think Thanks, it'll make Jeremy. It, I think it'll fake, make it a fun next ne- next chapter. And if we know anything about Keith and um, certainly his brother, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't play soft, and yeah, and uh, I think it'll be a fun. That is definitely true. I think it'll no. be. A, I think it'll still be a really fun, really fun series to watch. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I hope we get another Celtics Wizards playoff yep. series. That would be Have great. To. I just, I you know it'd be fun if it if it built up over these kind of these next three to five years of Wizards and Celtics, you know, being two of the top teams and keep playing in the Eastern Conference. You know, maybe like I said, we don't know what's going to happen with Cleveland, but. You know, yeah. it'd be fun to see them just. You know, I, I don't. Just so long as it doesn't turn into Caps Penguins where we lose every single time. Yeah. Yes. Then it's not fun. <laughs> yes, we don't. We don't want that. Yeah, I mean, that, we don't yeah. want the result of that. But the the Caps. But the Caps Penguins rivalry, rivalry is, is electric, awesome. and it's grown. That's been you know over the last I don't know what it's been ten ten years. It's, Jeremy, yeah. it's way longer than that. But, I, man. but the Ov Crosby. <laughs> yes, but it was, it was. I mean, I watched us lose to the Penguins every year in the nineties too. 
Yeah, I guess I guess that was so it does have some history there, but I was thinking of the more recent stuff. But you know, it doesn't have to be like the historic rivalry like we talk about, but if can, you know, their stuff can develop and build over a couple of years with like, you know, our core of guys and their kind of new core of guys, it would be fun. Yeah. Okay, speaking of fun, uh just talk about our plans for the next month as we're gearing up for the season. Anything? Off the court or on the court? Let's let's talk off the court. Jacob? <laughs> Planning a wedding. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. How's it going? I don't know. You'd have to ask Sharon. You don't, you're not doing any of the planning of at it. all? None of it. Yeah, Jacob's That's not a way. big wedding planner guy. That's the way to I'm do gonna it. I'm going to be just as surprised as the guests. Okay. That's great. That sounds reassuring. I think it... Uh, should be a lot of fun. I just sent in my invitation. Yep. Oh, excellent. Uh, okay. Yep. So, where are their tables? Uh, You're putting uh, everybody together. You don't know that either. No. You didn't say at least. Wow, hey, you don't even know our tables. Uh oh, I'm a little Jamoke, worried now. I literally like. I got. I got a suit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back with a full report. Yes. Yeah. Off the bench. Hopefully, yeah, we table. might need the pod from the wedding. Yep. <laughs> That that would yeah, be great. I think Facebook Live pod the whole thing. Yes, yes. Boots, boots on the ground, ground for, uh, <laughs> for the Ram wedding. Okay, anything you can share off the court from your travels? Because it's been so long since we've oh seen my. you. Jamoke, where haven't I been? Like I said, I I could I lost count. I I think I took eighteen commercial flights in the last six weeks, which is just just a nightmare. <laughs> but uh, but I did can do you, a lot you, of great travel. Can you reiterate how you feel about commercial but, flying? But, you know, outside of the <laughs> flying part, the uh, which I don't even mind flying, but, um, you know, the traveling has been good. Some of it's been personal, uh, you know, vacation stuff. Some of it's been work. We were out in Vegas, of course, for Summer League, and we are at some conferences. Any stories from those? Anything uh, you learned from the conferences? Any fun I mean, stories uh, from Vegas? We talked kind of boring, but, we, yeah, we did get good We talked stuff a lot of podcasting of with some other teams. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. We yeah. did. We were sharing a lot of good pod info, and yeah. some teams were taking some notes on our uh, Oh, how about that? Podding, huh? so off the bench. How is, many uh, other teams pod like us? I mean, it was uh, we, were, we were talking. It was it was not NBA teams we were talking yes. to. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. this is this is others. Really, we were one of the only NBA teams there. A lot of teams from around the other sports. Oh, it was the other conference you went to, not like the NBA yes, thing in no, Vegas. No, no, right, not okay, the NBA okay. conference. But that was that was in Vegas too. The NBA yeah. meetings and yeah, it's been. And, it's fun like all those those events like like i was in vegas for a little while and you know all-star this year events like that where the whole league comes together it's 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 fun to meet and talk to and reconnect with people that like you see on twitter you see on you know conference calls and and kind of get to see them and pick their brain about different things that are going on with different teams and around the league and so yeah that was cool jeremy's been all over the world he has been going to get married and go to south africa undisclosed location undisclosed location (laughs) yes don't don't give his whereabouts hit the edit on that my bad yeah we'll cut that part but it is another continent we will say that yeah um but yeah i still got other continents a couple yeah yeah, i still have a couple more ohio which is basically another continent ohio yeah i got a couple more (laughs) a couple more trips florida is definitely another continent yeah for sure 
that's gonna be that's uh, great. That's Florida great. in August. When it's I read those, a, it's gonna be a good time. Florida man gets eaten by alligator. I'll just yeah, it wasn't you, Chris. <laughs> that's right. Just follow Florida man on Twitter. That's right. And see when Chris Gehring comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know, football training camp started. We're about to hit the pennant races for those of us that still have teams in the. Uh, <laughs> hey, in the, my, the Orioles. <laughs> the Orioles were buyers <laughs> at the trade deadline. We're four and a half back after the walk-off win over Kansas City last night. Okay. I'm all we the way back. We just got to turn it back around. <laughs> just turn kidding. It back around. I'm still all the way out. Okay. Well, but and Rosen, who's who's at an undisclosed location, his Brewers are technically Tanking in the it. race, but the yeah. cub the Cubbies are that yeah. eleven to two little yeah. spurt. They the Cubbies did, are, just are the whole landscape. Up. Yeah. So and it I think tough. I think the Brewers are in a lot of trouble. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. 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 I think we're setting up but for a Nats Cubs first round matchup. Yep. That would be pretty fun. much. Should be exciting. Cubs Dodgers when the Nats blow it in the first round early. Early October, uh, right around when Wizards camp or preseason's going on, we'll have yeah. Nats and Cubs here. Yankees, football Indians. will be in full swing. Yep. No Red Sox, Indians. Red Sox, Red Sox Indians. <laughs> um, then hopefully Indians, Nats for the World Series. Yeah. So I can so just it's you know, it's head getting down the street. August kind of like gets you set up because September is when it's just like everything starts to really yeah really hit yeah. sports wise. It's just like cranks up again. You get everything. So August kind of like. It's like you know you get preseason football. Baseball's getting close to the yeah the real the real stretch of the race, and and then basketball will be here. You know guys will start coming in after Labor Day. We'll have start getting all our videos yeah. and um, you as know, we all share that stuff. everything, we're, we're unfiltered and we share everything with our. Uh, whiz kids. I would say we are very far from unfiltered. <laughs> like, I was going to say unfiltered we, might be a little. <laughs> I, I'd actually consider us straight up filtered. <laughs> well, I thought we'd maybe do a best of from this past season. Put some okay. of the podcasts up, a few of the interviews as, as one pod in August yeah. uh, when we're all kind of in yeah. different places. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. could do that. We'll get that to we've the had a lot kids. of, we've had, I mean, we've had everybody. It's For been, what it's, it's worth, I'm a, here every day of the month of August. <laughs> it's been a great season of guests and We'll, we'll yeah. ramp it back up. And I can't wait. It's going to really be really Yeah, we have a big, big season of pods coming up. Where I'm looking forward to it all. Yeah. Um, we'll probably do something on this, the schedule when uh, that's released in a few weeks, which is always one of my most exciting days of the year to see where I'm going to be every yeah. day for the next six months. <laughs> that's right. um, so that should, we should, uh, yeah, we should see that pretty soon. So. Yeah. It always goes fast. Every summer, I feel like it goes faster than the last one. And sure enough, here we are in August. Yep. And August 1. Time to start planning for 17-18. Lots more fun and hopefully lots more winning. Yeah, and new uniforms, which we'll talk about on the next live pod with us as well yes. whenever yeah, those come out. That'll coming. be exciting. Yep. The All right, Wiz kids, uh, for Jeremy Hyman, Jacob Raymond, Chris Gehring, I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now.